1: Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD.
3: This is a sign. You know you're desperate. And this isn't going to help AI to write love letters. Oh, my God. Oh, goodness. As if women will not see through. It's just how in the world. All right. 855-839-1210. Charlie Gasparino from Fox Business will be with it yes, with us yesterday. Oh, my goodness. I, I'm looking at uh, one of the representatives. I'm not sure. if I think it was a Republican. Today is Ash Wednesday. And, you know, in the past, Dan, ashes have gone through. Uh, I'm not sure why, but they used to be a relatively small smudge on your forehead.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: This guy had it. I know if it was a sign of the cross, that was a huge <laughs> sending a signal. People see that. I thought there was something wrong with the screen, and then it dawned, but I mean, it's Ash Wednesday.
0: If yeah. I'm the priest doing it, I, I'm doing the huge honking, you know. Cross. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Particularly <laughs> <if the person's laughs> as big song. as possible with the ashes. Now,
3: I, I don't think they allow, for some reason, uh, news anchors. I remember one wore ashes on one of the local TV news things one year. This is way back. Uh-huh. And people went nuts. Really? Like, well, oh, yeah, they didn't oh. uh, seem to like it. But I have some, yeah, I think like Marsha McCollum on... Uh, uh, Fox, I think, was somebody. McCollum may have been I feel someone. Like I've seen that. Yeah. yeah, that may have worn it. So, all right, we're waiting. Uh, Charlie Gasparino. The market went Kaplu yesterday, just on this report of inflation from Bidenomics happening the previous month, year over year. Shocking! It's rebounding a bit today. I mean, I follow two four hundred one ks Dan every day, so I looked at it this morning saying. All right, not as bad as I thought, but it was bad. It wipes out an entire month of incremental gains. I also want to ask him about Wall Street. He's the ultimate Wall Street, ultimate New York guy, about uh, the issue of illegal immigration, Wall Street Journal, how they play out. So hopefully we'll hook up up with him. But I mentioned this tweet and this battle now going on between Republican senators. Eric Schmidt is in his 50s, early 50s, I think. Senator Schmidt. He tweeted out nearly every Republican senator under the age of 55 voted no on this America last bill. That was the Ukraine funding bill. 15 out of 17 elected since 2018 voted no. Things are changing, just not fast enough. And he was attacked by this uh, Senator Kramer, who's in his 60s. And the cudgel he used to attack him was Ronald Reagan. This is a principal difference between Trump and Reagan. I think you've heard me say many times, Trump's biggest legacy ultimately is going to be the Republican Party change, no involvement in unending wars. Okay, we'll get to that. Let's go to Charlie Gasparino, though, from Fox Business, Fox News Channel here on talk radio uh, 1210. Hey, Charlie, it's been quite a while. Welcome back.
1: Thanks, Tom. Appreciate it.
3: I never forget whenever we talk uh, this afternoon, I'm going to the gym. How many pull ups <laughs> do you do?
1: Well, I can do 30 when I'm fresh.
3: Okay. <laughs> I've been doing this
2: routine
1: lately when I've been literally doing a round on the heavy bag, and then, and you know, I do around the pull ups and back and forth and back and forth. Oh, man. Uh, set a set of pull ups, which so is pretty hard. I, yeah, that. so yeah. you can't do thirty after doing on the bag
3: first. I'm going to send my producers <laughs> out to do that. Oh no, I, I think they would kill. They're killing. I can do ten push-ups, Dom. Come on, yeah, we're going to do it.
1: Let's do it. Yep. Let's do it right. Okay, here's what I do. Exactly what I do. I throw hundred punches on the bag. Oh man! At that point, I then I start doing my pull-up. Oh, it's literally, God. it's it's nine sets. Right, Aren't your arms rubber. I go, then I go back, and I. Uh, I do another hundred push, push, uh, punches on the bag, and I do another nine sets, and I do that until there. I do fifty-four sets of uh, of, of pull-ups. You're oh, doing, God. you know, if you do each one, it's it's essentially nine nine hundred punches. So oh,
3: my God. there you go. Oh my goodness! It's all right, maybe I'll skip the workout today. This has been enough for the workout. Yeah, after hearing that, yeah. Oh, my God. All right. So, uh, Charlie, yesterday, I was just telling my producer Dan here in the audience that I look at my 401k, I have two different uh, divisions here, uh, scrupulously every day. And I look today, it wasn't as bad as I thought, but I was expecting a disaster. That, um, what the hell? Well, come on, one day? I mean, yeah. You know,
1: uh, you've got a great run up in stocks
3: and everything, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, but you know what this Stop was, that? a sni- Charlie, it was a sniffle. I mean, just the, <laughs> the inflation figures go, a sniffle, and we're into full COVID mode here.
1: Well, no, it's not quite a sniffle. I mean, here's what I think. I mean, no, we're not in full COVID, but, but uh, here, here's the thing. Inflation has not been defeated. I mean, that's what that number told you. And if you look at the history of inflation, look at the 70s and the early 80s, when we really had raging inflation back then. That was kind of the last time we, we had it this bad. And Paul Volcker was the guy that was put in charge of the Fed. Jimmy Carter put him in, much to the detriment of his presidency. So you got to give him credit for that. He knew that he was going to stamp out inflation and raise rates dramatically. So Volcker came in and started doing that. It, it, it cost Carter the presidency. Reagan was in there. They thought possibly they got rid of inflation. And guess what? It came back even with the higher, even with the like dramatically higher rates that focus imposed. And he did it again. So this is why the market freaked out yesterday. What they're saying is, you know, wall street has been for, for months now, giving you a rosy scenario that, Oh, inflation's done. You know, it's, you know, prices are coming down. You know, we're going to have a soft landing and then, and we're going to have lower rates very soon, maybe even in March. That's what it was. That's what they were saying. Uh, Yesterday said no, 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 not going to happen. If, if the rates, if rates go down, if it's going to go down later in the year, probably unless you get unless yesterday was a fluke. If there's data that comes in that shows the CPI is a total fluke, well then you know that could change course, and then you know we're back to the races again. But you know that CPI number suggested there's more inflation in, in the system. That it's still you can't just print all the money they printed, both fiscal and monetary wise. And not have inflation, and so Powell is going to probably keep rates higher and longer. And you know, markets hate that, and so it's sold off. <laughs> that's about it. Do
3: you, do you see, see this? As, do you see this? As you seem to be indicating, gut instinct at this point with little data. This may have been a one-day event, though. Versus what I'm afraid of, this starts to roll out there again. Something like this.
1: Uh, no, I, I don't. I, th- I think I. You know, I'm more pessimistic about inflation because I just don't think you could print all that money and, you know, and, and, and arrange a soft, a protect perfectly soft landing. I think there's bumps. It's going to be, it's going to be bumpy. And I, and here's what I would say. If you're the average investor putting your taking, you know, taking some cash out of the stock market, you know, you've got, you've done pretty well and, and put it in a money market account, getting 5% ain't the worst thing in the world right now I mean it's kind of it's kind of like easy money right you just it just sits there and you don't have to worry about the stock market and you make five percent that's or more that's kind of where we are right now so remember there's you know as an investor you know you could uh, you can play this and this is not an impossible play as a matter of fact it's pretty logical you know take some money off the table put some money in, in 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 a money market fund I'd sleep a little tighter. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of what I would be doing.
3: That makes. Uh, I wrote that down. It makes a lot of sense. Dan, make that an next long break. I have to get the two guys here and have them <laughs> do that. Uh, Charlie, I, I wanted to ask you. You're a, you're an ultimate New Yorker in our minds, uh, and an insider, and great insight in the markets. Uh, do the markets? The, the Wall Street Journal definitely does. Do the the markets? Do the big guys? Do they want uh, a illegal workforce? Do they want all these workers pouring into the country? Do they care about that? Does it influence their decision making in any way or backing politicians? Are they on board with that?
1: Are you, are you saying are, are they? Do they want migrants running around New yes. York City all day and all night? I don't think so. To be honest with you, I think it's. I think we're at a point now where, you know, both the elite. Walls. I mean, in the past, you can, you know, Wall Street and, and big businesses loved immigration, right? They, yeah. They, I, I always was suspicious of it because I always thought it pushed down the, the wage rate, right, for average people, for construction workers, for, you know, immigrants don't come in here. And most of them are not PhDs, no matter what Bill Gates says. I know Bill Gates is like, oh, we got this big problem. We can't get PhDs. Well, That's not, that's not the immigration debate. Debate is not over PhDs and, you know, people with money coming here from other countries The debates about very poor people, like very good. Most of them are very good. Not all of them are the migrants you see, you know, beating up cops. I mean, in New York, that's the minority, right? Most right. of them want to work hard, but they take jobs away from, you know, people on the low end and we need those jobs for, for people already here, including immigrants that are already here. So I think most people are, It used to be that the the business class didn't care about that. They do now. I I, I really do think when I talk to CEOs, they see that border as being just a mess. And if they vote for Biden, it's one of the reasons why they're going to hold their nose and vote for him. Um, You know, it's just he's just been feckless on that. And, you know, the tell on his fecklessness was obviously the Afghanistan pullout. If you can't handle that, you're not going to be able to handle the border which is a rolling problem every, you know, there's no, you know, the, the, the Afghanistan thing, as bad as that was, it could have, you know, in a sense you could have planned it in stages and, you know, it, it was workable and you know, we had troops there. This is much more difficult. And if you can't handle Afghanistan, you're not going to handle something like a border. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. with gazillions of miles and, you know, no fences, and things of that nature. Um, by the way, some of that is Trump's fault. He never built the wall. I don't care what he says. I mean, he could have built the wall. He could have diverted whatever funding from wherever and built that wall. He didn't do it. And so some of this is his, as good as he was on immigration, some, some of this he, he needs to take some responsibility for not building the wall.
3: Well, I think in the second term he addressed, I, I see it too. You, you, he did not build the wall, but he underestimated the obstacles, how fierce the opposition is to stop it. You got to do that right from the jump and you have to be, as you said, putting all the resources you can into it; otherwise, you're not going to build on it so much.
1: That's true. That's so true.
3: I mean, listen, he was
1: opposed at everything. I mean, you know, the, the, the hatred for Donald Trump was like they thought he was like, you know, Dracula. I mean, it was just it was pathetic, and it was so over the top. And he dealt. And you know, if you wonder why he he might act crazy, which he does a lot, and I think it hurts him. Um, some of this is sort of wounds. I think he, he was just beat on like i've never seen a politician take so much unnecessary garbage as he took now some he called on himself he said some like horribly dumb things but a lot of this was just manufactured and it was it's scary it was manufactured both by media types and and the political establishment and uh you know and uh, you know who knows what this this next year is going to be like it's gonna it's gonna be an amazing race absolutely for sure
3: Charlie, thanks for the great advice. I take that to heart and uh, was kind of reassuring, but also uh, trust but verify, so to speak. Good. Yeah, that's
1: best way to put it. Absolutely.
3: <laughs> Thank you, Charlie, very much.
1: All right, guys. Talk to you soon.
3: Senior correspondent for Fox Business Network, uh, Charlie Gasparino. So, Dan, it makes a lot of sense. It, you know, money market. But uh, yesterday, looking at this rolling catastrophe, though, over a sniffle. That's all that it was, that inflation wasn't out of the system more than they thought. Well, when you do what Biden did, it's not going to go away easily. Okay, phone lines to get in are eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. This um This battle of these two senators, interesting, because one senator saying, have you forgotten Ronald Reagan? The other saying, did you notice that 15 out of the 17 elected since 2018 and those under 55 voted? No more money for Ukraine, the Ukraine bill. And I think that's the rising sentiment in the Republican Party. I think the other side has been defeated. Not completely, but that's where we're headed. All right, phone lines to get in are 855-839-1210, at t and Verizon Wireless. You just push pound 1210. Side question today, Valentine's Day. Hit us with a film, either for a couple, significant other, or... Take your mind off Valentine's Day. Uh, Coming up to CNN, of all places, has a decent perspective on Gen Z. What makes dating even tougher than in the bad old days? I'll give you what that is.
1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
3: Good to your dinner show. Happy Valentine's Day. Boy, how bad is uh, trash talking in the NFL? Guy who plays for San Francisco, Dan. You can see this on Mediaite. Uh, Jalen Carter, uh, who plays for the Eagles, one of their defensive linemen, top pick. This guy... um, Uh, Apparently, it's claimed, was mocking him, mocking Carter during a game and uh, mocking him about the dead teammate who died when Carter was drag racing. It's one of the reasons the Eagles were maybe reluctant to pick him. And then the 49ers says, as a result of all this, Carter threatened to murder him, his whole family, and three kids. So... You know, is NFL football, is that really going on? My answer is, yeah, I think it is. It gives you an idea of uh, what we're watching. I mean, I made my piece with NFL football a while ago. You know, players know what they're getting into and all the rest of it. But since it's America's pastime, I, I don't doubt stuff like that is being said. You know, and you can say, so what? Yeah, pretty much. I guess it's within the rules. But, man. And with social media out there, now they're going back and forth over this. All right, 855-839-1210, you get in. I mentioned CNN a moment ago. On Valentine's Day, they have a piece, a big reason why so many Americans are still single. A record number of Americans are single this Valentine's Day. In 2020 and 2021, the marriage rate hit the lowest numbers Since the government began tracking in 1867, a trend that was well underway before the pandemic, according to research by the Pew Center, an unprecedented 25% of 40-year-olds have never been married. You know, it's one thing they were married, then divorced. But a quarter of 40-year-olds, those who are single, are far less likely to be living with their romantic partner than not. And the woman who's got a new book out on this says... One of the reasons why for this, and it seems counterintuitive, are dating apps. Instead of driving people together because it gives you another system versus uh, going to a bar or a reading cl- a knitting club yeah. or, or whatever. Now, I never used a dating app, Dan. It wasn't uh, anything, you know, uh, that I even remember existed. There were there were actual there were there were ads in newspapers, that type of stuff that you would respond to. Did you ever consider a video matchmaker?
0: No, no. You ever I see those just, videos? No, for Hi, some my reason. My Dan. Oh, I'm thirty four years yeah, old. Yeah, all
3: that stuff to me. Love I love long walks on the beach. I don't want to uh, diminish it because anything that gets people together, I think, is a good thing. But. It just feels cheesy well, to even think about it,
0: particularly with the po- political angle of it. I mean, yeah. that was something you would find out on the fourth, fifth date, maybe not right. something you'd find out going into the you know conversation. A lot of times people are posting their political angles in their descriptions on Tinder and these
3: dating apps. Yes. Now, back when it was in newspapers, the key thing that was the disqualifier that stopped right away telling you, don't even bother smokers, not allowed, something like that. Smoking was the thing. Yeah. She's right. If you put all these things out there and you have more information with it, you keep on adding things that are out of bounds. Well, then, come on. How are you ever going to find a match? You know, you're cutting down the odds constantly here. That's what the problem is. And not only that, it's like people don't really
0: want to go out anymore. Yeah. Like, they're they're looking for reasons. I've heard from, uh, like, friends trying to date that girls... Like, like, yeah, they talk about how they want to go on a date, but then just never follow through, and you know, what? What's the reason? Agree. I, I, I laziness. They like okay. a, a lot of. I feel like a lot of the app is conversations. You know, the flirting mm. aspect of it, but now they're following through,
3: green lighting an actual in-person date. Okay. Uh, uh, CNN right on something. Apps, big reason why people are still single. Okay, eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. You get out there. Now, the House GOP is following our guidelines. I'm getting some emails. I haven't had a chance to read them yet. Trying to come up with some kind of catchy way of, show us the tape. Just show us the tape. Show us the transcript. Transcript, not as good. Can enough pressure be put on the Biden administration and the media? Yet some of these people or various media outlets In the White House press corps have been saying, yeah, why don't we see the tape? Now, the breakdown of this would determine a lot. If Biden looks pretty good, which I doubt, then that would be very helpful. If he looks as bad as I think he does in this, then we might be seeing the end of this uh, nomination process. He he couldn't continue. I'm betting uh, Jesse Waters last night making the point he could be blackmailed with this. I'm not even sure. Who is the keeper of the tape? Is it Department of Justice, I guess? that they have this where he can't remember his son's death, he can't remember his own vice presidency, this is the critical thing that Republicans have to keep on talking about. You want to show that he's competent, he has a physical exam coming up, show us the tape, show us the transcript. All right, so we're working on getting your uh, suggestions on that.
2: Hi, I'm Maurice. I'm an executive by day and a wild man by night.
3: Oh, man. (laughs) Is that appealing to women out there? My name's Monroe. Uh, You've probably already noticed that I have incredibly blue eyes. Hi, my name is Phil. Uh, Most of my friends call me Big Phil. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's it. That's it. The last time. He looks nothing like a Big Phil. He's a very scrawny individual. Yeah, right. We get the reference there. The, uh, the, uh, Dating apps are not doing these guys any favor. The wild man at night wasn't. It was kind of funny, I guess. The other two guys. <laughs> my God. And women just have to sit there. They don't have to say anything. Else. God knows what they're saying. All right, so dating apps on Valentine's Day. But Philadelphia is the biggest of the big cities is the worst for being single. Singledom. Philadelphia Inquired. Yeah. Now,
2: now I will admit I did use a dating app. Okay. I have used the date. I used eHarmony.com. That's how Carol oh, yeah. and I met.
3: Is eHarmony still out there? I don't know if it's still out
2: there or not, but it was probably one of the more reputable sites yeah, it is. It's at different. that point in time. Because yeah. if you were willing to fill out a bunch of questions yeah. and pay money yeah. to be on it, yeah, it, it really got rid of all the derelicts. Yes.
3: Yeah, it's not what we're t- it's not Tinder, it's not anything like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, somebody's dating You yeah. really gotta be careful with. All right, so uh, 855-839-1210, I'm coming to your calls. Side question today, don't wait to the end. That's when we get jammed, and I can't give you a full opportunity. Today, Valentine's Day, we thought, give us a film, watching with significant other, or...
2: my name's Mike, and if you're sitting there watching this tape, smoking your cigarette, well, hit the fast-forward button, because I don't smoke, and I don't like people who do smoke.
3: Yeah, Dan. I have to admit it. Uh, prior to Roe, I did date a woman who was a smoker. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. And it's it's a Didn't bit it bother of, you. Well, it does. But you know, if the relationship is good enough, she's attractive enough, etc. I yeah. can only imagine. Like every
0: business in South Philadelphia back in the seventies probably smelled <laughs> like cigarette smoke. So
3: why not? You know. <laughs> so. The smoking part, I, I think this guy's got a hell of a nerve. Just bypass here if you're a smoker. That's more of the tape. Yeah, and if you're I'm not seen...
2: afraid to get sound on my tuxedo if you're not afraid to let the wind mess your hair up a little bit when I take the top down.
3: Oh, my God. <laughs> so gaudy. People are writing these down, Dan. I'm just getting... yeah. You know, tweet, tweet, right? Hey, go. can you have Dan go slower here? We want to write a few more of these down. What was that last guy with his... He was oh, it subtle. I bet. don't smoke, and I don't like people who do smoke.
2: I'm not afraid to get sand on my tuxedo if you're not afraid to let the wind mess your hair up a little bit when I take the top down.
3: Perhaps even a, a nice bath with some champagne and candles. Hi, Mom. Um, oh, man. <laughs> the last guy. Hi, is he Mom. getting any action here with the bath with champagne and
0: candles? No. No? No? no. <laughs> my God. Oh, how desperate. For one of those is. things that the idea is a lot better than the actual you know,
3: I, act. Are we we all in agreement? I want to hear somebody can defend the other side. We're all in agreement, I've often thought this, Valentine's Day is just not good. It's in the middle Why? of the week. It's oh, it's, come on. it's it's not good. It's in the middle of the week. It's a reason to go out in the middle of the week. Yes, which is not good. If you're working hard, producer <laughs> note there. Uh, you're not uh, putting champagne and candles out there Hold in the on, middle of the week. I'm
0: going to Ash Wednesday Mass tonight. Are you going to tell me I can't do that either wow, now? Wow. Why are you doing that? Well, Maisie wants to. Oh,
3: yeah. I didn't know. Oh, there yeah, you go. She's, okay. Yeah, she's an yeah. old Catholic school girl. and you know. I didn't know she was Catholic. Okay. Yeah. But the point is, it's too much hassle during the week, and it's a day of just forced hall- hallmarks behind it. I get the idea of taking time in a relationship and all that. But Valentine's Day is just uh, excessive. And particularly after hearing those last three guys, why in the world, what women are saying, oh, man. I I," I
1: do fashion photography, and I do consider myself a refined valley dude. That's
3: who's the accent alone. (laughs) <laughs> a refined Valley. Are these the that worst? Was down Governor them? Are these the worst? Yes. Are these the worst we can find? My yes. God. I'm looking for a trendy girl with a simple smile. Wait. It says here. Oh, excuse me. Yes. <laughs> All right. Eight five, five. Keep looking, buddy. All right. And we and then you throw the political thing in. Which look, if it's extreme, I get it. In the age of Trump, it would be very. Di- I mean, do you have somebody who says, well, I can't date anybody who doesn't love what Joe Biden's doing? That would be kind of difficult, right? So the Trump dynamic has thrown this off. Oh, you got another one?
0: I maybe yeah. cut it off at a perfect time. I don't yeah. know if you want this. Yeah, one. go ahead.
3: I don't know. What I'm not looking for is uh, some big overgrown monster that's always thinking about food and who so how do you have the gall to say that yeah right
0: come on man they're not even attractive individual himself
3: do they just are these in the school of you know i've seen guys like this they're in the school of thought that uh, you just say the most outlandish things to a 100 women you're going to get lucky with one of them you know, I've I heard just, that before. Yeah, yeah, I've you seen just, people like that. Yeah, yeah. You just, just go around saying the corniest pickup And then lines they wonder why job. they're single at 35. Yeah. yeah. You know what? You're going to be zero for 100. You're not going to be one for 100. Well, if I uh, kick the ball at the basket 100 times, one of them will go in. Dom, you're a classy guy. There you go. Class it up. George Costanza and I.
2: Just tell them you're produced for the Dom Giordano <laughs> Show. Now, that's it.
3: I listened to the Dom Giordano Show. There Put that come. up there. Big
2: issues, big gaps. <laughs>
3: All right, 855-839-1210. Um, I like to uh, do a lot of sailing. I like to uh, outdoor activities. I like climbing. I like travel. I do...
0: That's not bad. Huh. That wasn't a little, A little normalcy after the last one. Yeah, it was
3: kind of a normalcy, sailing and yeah. climbing. and all. Everybody's trying to make know. themselves more, they're doing two things, more exotic or what they just don't like to make them special, like the non-smoking guy and all that. You know, leave it out, buddy. Come on. I'm not buying that.
2: I love this. I love that. I like to take nice, long walks at night through Krasnerland with yeah. somebody special. I love Larry Krasner.
3: Put that into an ad.
2: After the end of a good fight,
0: you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight,
2: the better the reward. You put in the hours... The energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella
0: is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
4: Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. um snakes my father i don't like when guys say that i'm stalking them the celebrity that i most like would have to be geraldine ferreira
3: (laughs) oh my goodness date that woman where is she she's a catch my god (laughs) geraldine ferreira oh dom giordano show is it any wonder people can't get together today um You know, second here, as soon as Dan tells me, Jake Sullivan, suddenly this is burst open. And at least as I understand it, uh, I know how concerned people are about our own personal security, about the deep state, about uh, the nonsense that's going on with FISA that we learned way, way down the road. So here is Jake Sullivan, the National Security Advisor, apparently at a press conference today. Something's coming ahead where any number of uh, congressional members want a warrant requirement to ensure the personal privacy of Americans when we go down this path of using these intelligence gathering, FISA and all the rest of it, against an American. Listen to what Jake Sullivan says about that
4: there are a couple of amendments that are being considered one of them would require a warrant for every query of lawfully collected data if that were to pass and get into the bill would the president veto that bill
1: Uh, so I'm not in a position to stand here today and make veto threats on behalf of the president those are are, um, you know decisions for him to make what I will tell you is that we do not believe that that serves the national security interests of the United States and in fact Today I will be making that case to a number of members uh, that the warrant requirement as conceived is not the best way actually to ensure the protection of the personal privacy of Americans. There are a number of other elements of the bill that we have supported that would reform and update FISA to protect the civil liberties of Americans. But a warrant requirement from our perspective would go too far in undermining the very purpose of FISA and frankly it would put victims at risk.
3: No explanation here. It's all we have in the cut of why victims would be at risk. Now, I would be in favor of the Warren requirement. I think we had uh, maybe Brian Fitzpatrick on this. Apparently, it's coming to a head. Congress is moving here. I'm not sure how much the Democrats are interested, but there seems to be a movement of concern here based upon what we've seen before around the personal privacy of Americans and what government does. The problem we've seen, and we've just seen it in the last couple of days, with Trump, the spying on the Trump campaign, some of the things that went on here. Uh, Jesse Waters last night mentioning this tape of Biden, he could be blackmailed with it. We're always wary. Back to the Kennedy assassination of elements in the government. We didn't call it the deep state then. They're there forever. And uh, the argument that you can trust them and we don't need the ultimate in safeguards is faulty. So I think that uh, Jake Sullivan's going to have a hard time convincing the Rand Pauls and Mike Lees and Ted Cruz's of the world that we can trust people in the shadows here. Their argument is, well, how do you want us to protect Americans? If we're doing warranting, then you're going to see more knowledge of people. And we're going to have more uh, terrorist attacks or we're going to have more people in the country that we can't have a handle over because we need secrecy. I come down on the warrant side. That is a protection. Even though it's not a perfect protection, it's a protection. Eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. The same thing whenever we talk about we kid with Dan, Dan the Red and all that gets back and forth with the cameras. I already think we have enough cameras. I just don't think we put teeth in the laws that we have enforcing them, arresting people in Philadelphia. I don't want more cameras. I don't see it as the element aid. I don't like the red light camera. It's a revenue generator. I put all these things in that one sphere, and I understand why people are wary of this stuff. So uh, we see this uh, breaking for some reason now. I'll let you know if I see any more details on it. But it's out there. Also making news on the show. We broke it yesterday on the show. Jeff Van Drew, if you missed it, Congressman Van Drew told us he introduced a bill that might be fast tracked that if you're here illegally and you attack a police officer, you're going to be deported very, very quickly. It would seem to be a common sense thing. Let's see how many Democrats vote for it. Let's go to Robert and Ben Salem in early today, too, on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Robert. Afternoon.
4: Yo, Robert. I'm sorry, Dom. It's okay. I'm sorry, Don. You caught me at a bad time, but I'm here. Okay. Um,
2: Everything
4: okay? Yeah, I, you all right? I'm, I apologize. Sir. Oh, yeah, I'm fine. I was okay. just right in the middle of something, and I, I, I'm, I'm apologizing because I don't want to disrespect the show, you know? I appreciate um, it.
3: I thought you maybe were doing yeah. your dating app. Hi, I'm Robert of Ben uh, Sale. No, like- <laughs> no,
4: never never use a dating app. Um, I think Dan's right, though. Most of us Republican men don't really care about your politics as long as you're not, like, dopey about it i've only had that problem once and i told you about that where she had like tds and i you know texted my son and said i'll see you at the pool hall in an hour you know you remember that
0: (laughs) yeah and um (laughs) how fast was that robert was that like an hour into the date you're like all right i gotta get out of here actually it was i was right in
4: the middle of my chicken parmesan when she said that and i didn't say anything when she got up to go to the bathroom I texted my son. I, it wasn't even an angry huh. thing. I just said, "Okay, this ain't gonna work," you know. So, Wait, so you
0: were but, gone by but, the time she got back from the bathroom?
4: No dessert? Oh no, 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 no. We we paid the bill and uh, we okay. left, and I said that I something came up and I had to go, and I went and shot food with my son. Was there a moment um, where your,
0: your silverware just hit the hit the you know t- table and you were like, hey, we, "We just got to get out of here. Give me the doggy bags. I need the check." Or it was <laughs> my like a kind food is Italian.
4: Nothing is going to distract me from my chip. That's a good man. I don't
3: care I don't care if that's Nancy Pelosi sitting across from me. I'm finishing uh mine is the eggplant parm from uh, Veggiano's. She-
4: yeah. Especially if she's paying. <laughs> <But> <laughs> at, at any rate, I one more thing real quick. I think the change in the Russia thing harkens back to I was a cold war kid like you, Dom. So Russia will always be the Dallas Cowboys. So I'm always gonna root against Russia, but the younger people coming up who weren't raised in that environment, who didn't have to watch movies about hiding underneath their desks and stuff like that. They don't know that they don't feel that they don't, I don't even know if it's as relevant as it was back then. You know what I mean? I I agree
3: with you. You know what though, by doing this job over the last, I'd say 15 years ago, it started. I see, I see China, not, not even like Russia, they're an existential threat. And Robert, it's not even the big stuff of thermonuclear, whatever. When they went after Daryl Morey and they went after the NBA just because he said, free Hong Kong, it tells you how maniacal they are.
4: And they are by far the existential threat to America. That's right. Of our own problems, no doubt. Um, I actually saw this movie about six years ago. Um, The woman I was with at the time had to see it. It was called The Notebook. And I'm going to tell you, it wasn't bad, and I had a wonderful weekend. So I'm not going to complain <laughs> about the lovey-dovey movies, So, but that's the one. It's actually kind of a cult classic with Ryan Gosling and stuff like that. Cool. But
3: uh, it was all
0: right. It was it, all right.
3: Thank you. That's the best you're going to get on a chick film. I interviewed the author who wrote the book on that, damn for my book. Nice guy. And all Did that. you really? Nick, Nicholas. Uh, yeah, Sparks. Sparks. Yeah, amazing. It was very, very nice. Yeah. yeah. No, with Roe, it's not the Notebook. It's that Proposal. With um, the Ryan guy, but the other one, yeah,
0: Ryan Reynolds,
3: yeah, Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock, and yeah, Sandra Bullock is great in, in that. There. Yeah, Sandra Bullock though did too many rom coms. She she's a more elevated actress. She could have done in Speed. I've never seen somebody break on the screen. It's the first time I had seen her. it. Was like wow. The opening scenes of Speed, yeah, incredible. And Oscar from The Office
0: is also in the proposal.
3: Yes, yeah, he plays a minister. He's going to marry them anyhow. And coach is in there. He plays the father. And Betty White is a Native American of sorts in there. It's a weird thing. <laughs> all right, eight five five, eight three nine. Nine twenty seven
0: dresses, man. Maisie's obsessed with that oh, one. Goodness. Dresses,
3: uh, all right.
2: They run in a strange program, y'all. It's stand time. I can handle things with Dom.
1: That's right, Set that time of the afternoon, producer Dan
0: takes over the Dom Giordano program for some Dan time with Dom, and we saw that stock market take a huge dip yesterday, Dom, but uh, it's not the only thing that inflation is affecting, Dom. Uh, you have a kid, they lose a tooth, who comes when you leave that tooth under the pillow? It's the tooth fairy, Dom. And now a lot of discussions about equity and inclusion happening around the tooth fairy as inflation causes the tooth fairy to start giving, you know kids some more money than other kids um one one kid received from the tooth fairy 75 dollars a letter a silver fairy necklace along with a louis vuitton bracelet another just received three pounds that's british pounds and a piece of
3: chocolate that, that kid's gonna have a hard road those two kids you talk about entitlement they're gonna have a hard road in the future once they get outside that bubble my god uh jamie
0: uh, was a beaufort was South Carolina was stunned when uh, she found out a friend gave her kids $75. Another, a friend? Another friend gave her kids $75 when, uh, you know, her son came home from school and said, Hey, you know, uh, why am I only getting $5 from the Tooth Fairy? And why is this person, does a Tooth Fairy like this person more than they
3: like me? All right, uh, Dr. Bench, use that hotline there, Tooth Fairy advice. I'm sure Dr. Bench has uh, some over and under he gives patients. Next time I see him, I will ask.
0: And some recognition for uh, Nick Allegretti. He's a Chiefs guard. Um, he played uh, the entire game. Well, second quarter, he got injured, Dom. He tore his UCL. Mahomes said he was needed in the game, went back in the game, and finished out the game with a torn shoulder. Just a fantastic wow show of uh, you know toughness. So we like recognizing that here on the Dom Show. But that's all I got
3: for Dan Time with Dom today. All right, coming up, we're going to talk with Jamie Walker out in Bucks County because uh, she and Megan Brock have unearthed this uh, vote project group. That is offering, did offer, did this in this small special election out there. Manicures, pedicures, bans, beer and vaping. And they're trying to say they just want people to vote. But they crawl with connections to the Democrat Party, even the Zuckerbucks. What are Republicans going to do? Are they going to fight back? Are they focused enough? It seems to me the ones that are focused enough maybe on what's happening aren't strong enough. The others are strong, but they don't have focus. We'll talk with her about that. And Philadelphia Police Inspector Joe Bologna found not guilty. He's the cop, pretty big cop, that you saw in that battle in the George Floyd summer. Uh, Somebody tried to stop his baton as he was pushing people back, and it ended up in a big scrum. Found not guilty of all charges of simple assault, possessing the instrument of a crime. And this is a guy that had been labeled by Krasner and others as public enemy number one. I'll right. give you more details in that. Now that's all settled, Dom, I got a really pressing
0: question on, yes. on this whole case. Does he have any friends that call him Joey Baloney? <laughs> well, if we
3: get him on, I... We got to find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe B. Yeah, uh, what's the B... Yeah, he's pretty... Bu- I mean, you get in the way of this guy, boy. <laughs> Uh, you know, and and what is the what is the verdict on the George Floyd summer? The verdict is that most of the people that were accused of all kinds of things, ultimately, people in the light of day saw it as ridiculous, and yet, so many others got away with a billion dollars in damage. All right, but it w- and was called an insurrection. More details on that. down Giano weekdays noon till three. From Talk Radio 1210, WPHD.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.